Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. I'm your host, Jim Barron. Today is Saturday, the 17th of December. You are in the gymnasium as we get ready to talk about the Bucks, what they have to do to redeem themselves after last week's pitiful performance against the 49ers. The Lightning getting better each week, had a great homestand. We'll be talking a little World Cup and some bowl games. The number here, 877-448-7901. Sports at power901.com is the email. We'll be right back to kick off the show on Power 90.1. This Christmas, make it extra special and shop Macaulay Fine Jewelry right here in Brandon for 25% off. During our holiday sale, Macaulay Fine Jewelry Holiday Sale starts Tuesday, November 22nd and runs through Christmas Eve. All regular price jewelry will be 25% off during this special holiday sale. This excludes previously loved and 50% off cases. And if you have a treasured family heirloom, Macaulay can craft a custom design piece, something you'll love to wear. Do something special this year and select from our elegant array of fine jewelry. Macaulay Fine Jewelry Holiday Sale starts Tuesday, November 22nd and runs through Christmas Eve. Macaulay Fine Jewelry at the corner of Oakfield and Kings Avenue in the heart of Brandon. Now, now back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Before the NFL gets kicked off tomorrow, of course, you're going to have the finals of the World Cup. You're going to have France trying to win back-to-back World Cup championships and in Argentina with Lionel Messi there. It's going to be a great match, I think. The culmination of the 32 teams. It's been about 27 days since they started in Qatar, and this will be the match of the cup after Argentina lost their opening match against Saudi Arabia. They came back and able to get to the final game. Should be interesting. And for you soccer fans out there, it'll be a good chance to get your weekend warmed up, your day warmed up on Sunday tomorrow before the NFL starts. Talking about the NFL, talk about the Bucks and what they did or I should probably say didn't do last week against San Francisco. Big buildup. Tom Brady going out there to his hometown, San Mateo out there and having a, trying to have a good game against the 49ers when in effect it was anything but, not just for him, but for the whole team in general. The wheels came off. They lost that game 35-7. to Don't want to dwell a lot on the past. It's tough to break down this team and look for some things positive in the upcoming game tomorrow against Cincinnati as we host them here at Raymond James. But we need to. That's what we do. So we're going to break down the game a little bit. First of all, last week, the defense kept us in the game for a while as they have all season long. Unfortunately, the offense, as they have also done all season long, was pretty inept at all points, all facets of the game, whether it be completing passes on Brady's end or running the ball, I think that San Francisco is a very good team. Let me preface it with saying that. However, when you look at 
what they're doing. They're scoring like 26 points per game. We're scoring 17 points per game. Uh, that equates to almost last. We're 28th out of 30, 32 teams in the NFL with scoring points, and they are 7th. So they can score some points. Their defense is, is very good. Like I said, our defense has kept us in the games all, all year round. We've only... Uh, points allowed about 19 points per game so we should be able to score 20 points a game easily with the people that we have on this team now when I say the people on the team maybe I should just say with the names that we have on the team because without the individual going out there and stepping up and showing professionalism and showing the ability to go out there and want to win and want to play for not just themselves, but for their teammates. You play better when you're playing for someone else. You have to have faith in what's going on. You have to have faith in your teammates, faith in the coaching staff, faith in the plays that are being called by the coaching staff. And right now, watching the games, I don't see any of that. I don't see any faith in this team from the players towards the coaching staff. I don't see that from the coaching staff towards the players when you want to take the ball out of Brady's hand when you're on the other team's 37-yard line, fourth down a couple weeks ago. I think it was against Cleveland, and you punt the ball. That's just saying, listen, I don't believe in you. I don't believe in this offense. I'm going to kick the ball away. Let's see what the defense can do. So what is the issue with this team? We've talked about this so many times. You can break it down all you want. The defense has kept them in games week in and week out. Now, this is, you know, week 14 out of 14, 15. It's, this is the time right now, Christmas time, where you either win or you get ready to start looking forward to next year and what you might be doing in the offseason. And that's no different for the Bucks right now at this point in time. We need to win this game tomorrow against Cincinnati. Is it going to be easy? No. They're, they're a good team. I believe they've won, um, I don't know how many in a row. I think they've won five in a row. Start off a little bit slow. Now they're, I think, eight and two. So this is a team with Joe Burrow that is going to beat you, and they want to beat you. And they're looking forward to coming down here and playing us and, and beating us in our backyard. And that's a shame when you have to talk about getting motivated and talk about being ready to play because I haven't seen the enthusiasm. I don't see any emotion. I don't see any passion on this team, whether it be on the sidelines with Bulls and Lethwich and the coaching staff or from the players for that matter. Maybe a couple minutes when we came back to beat the Saints that night. But other than that, nothing. It just dissipates throughout the season and it's contagious. Winning's contagious. Unfortunately, so is losing. Losing's contagious and right now we're a losing team. Can that change? Absolutely. But things have to happen for it to change. We need to have some big plays in order to get the confidence back to go out there and say, hey, listen, you know what? Let's let's put this together. Let, let's turn around. Right now, we're still leading this division, believe it or not, at six and seven. Now you didn't you didn't mishear me. Six and seven. Six wins, seven losses is in first place in the NFC South a game ahead of Carolina and a game ahead of Atlanta, both of whom we play 
in the next couple weeks. We finish with the Panthers, and then the, the Falcons is the last game of the season. So we still have a chance to win this division. Are we going to? I don't know. I think it needs to turn around today, not today, right now as far as the mentality goes, but for the game tomorrow, we need to win this game tomorrow to give us some type of momentum going into those uh, last couple games. Uh, and again, like I've said so many times, there is no count. There is no accountability on this team right now. And I'm talking about accountability from everyone. I'm not sure what they're talking about. The owners of this team, when they sit down and talk with Bulls, I don't know what that conversation is like. If they're even having it at this point, but it's one thing being a good defensive coordinator, which Bowles is, but it's something else. When you're a head coach, you know, you're the you're the coach. You are the person. You're the mentor. You know, you're the the father figure. You're the guidance counselor. You're everything, and you have to be able to wear all those hats. And sometimes a person going from an assistant coach in some capacity to head coaching job isn't able to do that. You have to be able as a head coach, whether it be the NFL, whether it be you know, the NBA, NHL, anything as a head coach, you have to be able to set up your team for success. The team has to be able to buy in to what you're selling. You need to sell a winning game plan. There is no winning game plan that I see in this team right now. There's no level of respect. There's no level of accountability. As Brady said a couple weeks ago on his podcast that he does, the game day effort is embarrassing. Let me rephrase, let me let me repeat that. Tom Brady who's supposed to be the you know, the GOAT, the best quarterback of all times, and yes, he has the hardware to show that he is, but he's on air saying that the game day effort is embarrassing. That's saying something. Number one, Tom, you're part of that game day play. <laughs> you're out there. You're the leader of this team. So when you say it's embarrassing, that's saying something. What are you doing about it to change? Except... Going out there and, and, you know, yelling at the players on the sidelines, you know, trying to get them motivated. I know you said that a lot of times you, you do that just to be able to get yourself motivated, get to the next gear and, and get the players motivated to go out there and play that way. Something's missing. They're turning you off. They're not listening to what you are saying, Tom. So you either need to stop saying what you're saying and just show them what you can do if you have anything left to do. I don't know what's left in the tank, honestly. Obviously, the mobility that you have has been lacking. You never really had the mobility, but you know how to win. And right now, this team needs somebody on that sideline, in that huddle, on the field that knows how to win and turn this thing around so that it can become contagious the other way. All right. The players, in my opinion, have lost faith in the coaching staff. I see zero chemistry out there and it shouldn't be that way. It's not like we have a the first time these guys are all getting together and playing. They've been together for two and a half years out there playing. So 
it starts at the top, it starts at the coaching, and it filters its way down. You hear people saying, well, Brady's calling his own plays, he's in charge of the offense and, and whatnot. The players are having team meetings, the offense, the defenses, and trying to get things straight and, and everything else. And I don't know if that's true or if it's not true. All I know is what you see as the finished product on the field every Sunday for the last, actually all season, is not what you expected going into this season. I know it's been a challenging season uh, for Brady as far as some things going on, on offside, on the field, off the field, the whole thing. But like I've said before, you got to play through those things, find a way to go out there and win, or else hand the ball to the next guy down, let Gabbert go out there and see what he can do. Because this is a time right now where you have to be able to reach down and say, we turn it around right now, or we pack it in and we, and we go away on vacation or something like that, because there'll be changes next year when it comes to that point. That's my thoughts on... Last week, what happened in this season so far, we'll talk a little bit about what they need to do to win the game tomorrow. Want to check in with us, 877-448-7901, sports at power901.com is the email. We'll be right back to talk some more football, talk some lightning, and maybe some college football bowls. You're in the gymnasium on Power 90.1. The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at The Property shopusa.com or 813-655-5000. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, NFL fans. This is a time of year where the NFL has games on both Saturdays and Sundays for the next couple weeks, which is a very nice added addition if you're a football fan. The Colts are at the Vikings today at 1 p.m., there's three games today. First one's at one. Vikings ten and three. Colts are four and eight. They're all, the Vikings are four and zero oh against AFC teams this year, and the Colts are zero and three against the NFC this season. Uh, I really don't think that the Colts are going to be able to capitalize on the Vikings, even though they do have a struggling pass defense right now. I think the Colts are going to be able to hold Justin Jefferson to fewer than 100 yards. Jefferson's been having a fantastic season. And don't forget, this is fantasy football playoffs. So if you have players in, if you're lucky enough to be in the playoffs, first of all, and you have players in the games, it's important to make sure... You see who's injured, who might not be playing, uh, and keep up to date with all of that. I think that uh, the fantasy football is going to be uh, very interesting this weekend with a lot of a lot of good play. We already saw the McCaffrey and Kittle have good games for San Francisco on Thursday night as they beat up on Seattle. So getting back to the game, the Vikings, I think that the Vikings are, are going to win. They can actually clinch the NFC North title with a win or a tie, or if the Lions lose or a tie, the Lions would have to go 4-0 and 
and the Vikings would have to go 0-4 the rest of the way for Detroit to win the division. So that's very unlikely. I think that the Vikings will come away with a W in this game, and uh, that's going to start off the weekend for everyone. The second game will be a little bit later on today at 4.30, where you have the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens are going to be without their quarterback but they'll be playing at the Browns. The Browns are five and eight. Ravens are nine and four. I think that Nick Chubb is going to have a good game for Cleveland. I think that uh, they, the Ravens have a, a good run defense, but I don't think they've seen someone like Chubb. I think he's going to come in and, and have a good game for them. Deshaun Watson, as you know, he returned from his 11-game suspension. He's um, getting better each week, I guess. It'll take a while. Not many games left for him to get that much better, unfortunately. But we'll see what happens with them. Hundley, uh, maybe the quarterback, I'm not sure. The big thing here, I'm talking more about fantasy football as well. J.K. Dobbins is back, and he had a good week last week, and I think he's going to have a good week this week as well. So if you're a Baltimore fan and uh, in the fantasy hunt, watch out for him. I think he's going to have an interesting game. I think that the Ravens win this game by a touchdown. The third game today are the Dolphins at the Bills. Miami's 8-5 going up to Buffalo. They're 10-3. That's an 8 o'clock game. It's going to be cold in Buffalo tonight. Very cold. And I think it's going to come down to whether or not the Miami Dolphins can get acclimated to the weather. To be honest with you, I think that the Bills um, at at home, uh, whether they have their full contingent of players going for them or whether they have some hurt, I know the Bills will have um, Tredavious White Safety Jordan Poyer to help defend them, but uh, don't forget, Dolphins have Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, so it's a uh, potent offense once they get going. But is Tua going to be able to get that offense going up there in Buffalo when uh, everything is very cold? I think that Buffalo wins this game by uh, probably seven to ten points. I don't see Miami being able to overcome the total all-around game that Josh Allen has. Kick off the games tomorrow. We have the Lions that we talked about before at 6-7. and seven. They're playing the Jets, who are 7-6. and six. I think that these two teams are probably one season away from this being a really good game and a meaningful game for that matter. Goff is 1-9 in his career, including the playoffs against the AFC East. And I think that um, the Jets... They have a slight chance to make the playoffs. I think that it's like I said, they're about a year away. I look for the Lions to win this game and and keep rolling with what they're on the Campbell, the coach is building out there. So that should be an interesting game. You have the Eagles at twelve and one playing at Chicago at three and ten. You got two quarterbacks, um, first and second respectively, in rushing attempts. Of course, we're talking about Jalen Hurts and Justin. Justin Fields. Uh, say what you will about Hurts. Fields has even been the better efficient rusher, racking up 905 yards on 128 attempts compared to Hurts' 686 rushing yards on 139 attempts. However, it is all about the scoreboard, in my opinion, and Philly is a 12-1. and one. I think the Bears are going to give Philly a scare, but I do think that 
Uh, Philly needs a scare. I think that they need to see if they can come back in a game, see what they have, and I think we're going to find out in this game tomorrow if they're able to do that. They'll um, they'll become the first team to lock up a playoff spot if they're able to do that in the NFC East. There's a very good possibility that they will. Of course, all eyes are on them watching for that uh, Christmas Eve game with Dallas that's on everyone's calendar, especially the NFC East fans here. So it should be an interesting game to watch. I am going to pick the Eagles to win by uh, seven points in that one. Pittsburgh at the Panthers. Both teams are five and eight. Carolina is the home favorite by three. Uh, It's not impossible to see what Kenny Pickett is going to do. He's in concussion protocol. Not sure if it's going to be him or Trubisky. Uh, Most likely Trubisky, if I had to guess right now. These two teams... It's going to be a game where uh, Sam Darnold is going to have to make some plays for the Panthers, and I'm not quite sure if he's going to be able to do that. So it should be a back-and-forth game, probably won by something in the special teams or perhaps a field goal at the end. I will take Caroline in this game by a field goal. The Chiefs at Texans. Texans are 1-11, hosting the 10-3 Chiefs. Chiefs just keep on finding ways to win. You have Mahomes, the highest QBR in the NFL. Uh, You have, of course, you have uh, Kelsey, who's tied in there. Running back Isaiah Pacheco. I think he's going to have a great game. If you fantasy football players that have him, if you have Pacheco, I think it's going to be a good thing for you today, uh, tomorrow. And I do look for the Chiefs to win this game, and uh, they should be able to win it going away. Cowboys at the Jaguars. Cowboys ten and three. Uh, Jacksonville is five and eight. What do you say about this game? Um, Should Dallas win? Absolutely. Dallas is a four-point favorite on the road. I think when you have Michael Parsons out there, the Cowboys linebacker, uh, leading the uh, actually he's tied for third with 12 sacks out there. Jawan Taylor, Cam Robinson on Jacksonville. Can they stop him? Trevor Lawrence is getting better each week, I believe. It's fun to see his growth out there under a good coach. And I think that uh, it's going to be a closer game than people think. And Jacksonville may actually win this game. I think they'll cover, but Dallas will probably win by a field goal in this one. You have the Falcons at the Saints. Both of these teams are still in it, unbelievably. The Falcons at 5-8, and eight, the Saints at 4-9 and nine, because they're in the same division here as the Bucks, that NFC South. Uh, what's going to happen with this one? They're going to try to run Camara. That's what they're going to try to do. The Falcons are going to run the ball. It's going to be a run fest, I think, on both sides of the ball. And it's going to come down in this game to who has, which of the players in the trenches are going to be able to be left standing at the end. I'm going to go with the Falcons by a field goal in this game. You have the Patriots at the Raiders. The Patriots are 7-6 and six after a tough loss. The Raiders are 5-8. and eight. The Belichick has the Raiders number for some reason. I believe he's 7-1 and one as a head coach against them. Uh, Josh McDaniels is 1-0 and all against his former mentor there. So some side sideline um, games going on, if you will, between these two. I think that Josh Jacobs may not have the game that he's had in the previous weeks. A little banged up. The Patriots do have a good defense. 
Um, even though I do have Jacobs in my fantasy football leagues, both of them, I don't think he's going to have the game that he had the last couple times. So I think it's going to go down the wire, and I think that the Patriots will uh, find a way to, to win this game because the the, the um, the other team may be a little bit tired after the game last week. We'll see what happens. The other game I want to talk about is uh, the Cardinals and the Broncos. Cardinals and Broncos. Cardinals 4-9, Broncos 3-10. and What do you say about Russell Wilson? Had a good effort against the Chiefs last week. They're looking to build on that. On the other side, you have Colt McCoy. Uh, I think this game is going to go down in the wire as well. I give the uh, Cardinals uh, a field goal edge on this one. Talk about us against the Bengals. We talked about it a little bit in the opening segment. What do we have to do? Um, <laughs> it, it's, it's tough to say after the performances that we've had the last several games where we need to improve, except everywhere, is what the, the answer will be. So you got Burrow and you got Tom Brady. Uh, both of these guys are probably two of the best at late-game heroics. Burrow obviously is newer in the league. He's got a ways to go to be able to be mentioned the same breath as Brady at this point. However, Burrow seems to me as someone who doesn't get lost in the moment, not afraid to step up and take his chances. On the other side, we have Brady, who if you put the people around him, put the uh, plan, the game plan around him that works for him. He could definitely bring the team back to win a game if they have to, as seen against the Saints. So th- this is the game that the Bucks have to absolutely win. They're not favored. They're actually four-point underdogs at home. They don't have the respect that they should have at this point. And, and I'm not saying they don't have the respect that they should have uh, because they're the Bucks, They just haven't earned the respect at this point. So I think that going into this game, this is the week that either they show up or they just fold up and, and go away. And, and you know, we'll talk more about them next year because they won't, if they lose this game, in my opinion, uh, they won't have that good of a chance of even winning this division. So do I think they're going to win? I think they're going to play a little bit better than people think they're going to play. Um, I do not think that they're going to be able to win this game, however. I think that since he just has too much across the board, and I think that the Bengals win this game, unfortunately, by a field goal. I hope I'm wrong, but that's my prediction for that game. You have uh, the Tennessee Titans and Chargers, both at 7-6. and six. Looking to um, knock each other off the top there. And then you have uh, the game at night will be the Giants at Washington, an NFC East game. Uh, I think the winner of this game is going to be in excellent position to make the playoffs as a wild card. The loser is going to have to wait and see. I think Barkley has a big game for the Giants in this one. And then you have the Rams at the Packers on Monday evening. The, The Packers have allowed four straight opponents to top 400 yards in the game. Not saying much about their defense, obviously. I think in this game, um, I think they're going to turn around. They're seven-point favorites. I think they'll probably win this game by a field goal. We'll see what happens. Aaron Rodgers on Monday night usually is pretty good, so I think that'll make a difference, and he's going to end up winning that game with Green Bay. Your thoughts, 877 877- 
448-7901. Let me know what you agree with, what you disagree with, and more importantly, what you want to see the Bucks do to give them a chance to win this game on Sunday. We'll be right back to keep the show going. You're in the gymnasium on Power 90.1. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past two years. For example, a man-age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month. Level for the next 10 years. Call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-803-1961. 800-803-1961. That's 800-803-1961. Now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Hockey fans, welcome back to the show. Right now, this team is really starting to gel. We've won four games in a row. This last homestand, we were 5-1. We had a great win against the Blue Jackets after being tied. We beat the Kraken, we beat the Panthers, we beat the Predators. Uh, we've really been playing well, and no matter what lineup Cooper puts out there, it doesn't matter, especially in that third period when he kind of juggles everything and uh, mixes everything up. It, it seems to come out better than a lot of people would think. Elliot is playing great between the pipes, along with Vasilevsky. Uh, like I said, we've won four in a row. Our defense, I think at this homestand, we've only allowed, I think, an average of two goals per game. The third and fourth lines are starting to get their identity out there. Uh, not a lot has been said about Nemetikov. I think that if you look at what as going on with the defense right now, him and Pervix. Pervix is learning a lot from Sergachev. And I think that once once he comes on board, once you get Pervix coming on board with everything, which will probably be after Christmas, early in the next year, and they really start playing even better on the defensive end, because that is what wins playoff games is defense. NHL hockey is won by a goalie that's playing well and a defense that is not allowing the other team uh, to get some easy goals. When you talk about the team right now, you have uh, Sorelli out there. I think he's had like six assists in five games or something like that. Unfortunately, um, Stamkos' is a, a, a points the game consecutive streak was broken, but that was a great save by that goalie to stop that. But no, Brayden Point, game-winning goals. I think he has 16 goals so far this year, three in the last five games. He's finally healthy, and he's about ready to take his game to the next level, in my opinion. And when you have him out there along with Hagel and you have, like I said, mentioned Sorelli, you have Kucherov. Kucherov, by the way, he's I believe he's like fourth in points in the NHL and near the top in assists, I'm sure. And he's playing very unselfishly. Just wait till he starts to turn it on a little bit. And when that happens, at whatever time he's ready to do that, again, most likely after the All-Star break, it's going to be even more daunting for teams to play us. So at this point in the season, I have all the faith in the coaching staff of 
the Lightning with Cooper and staff to get their team ready for the, the push run at the end of the year and get ready for the playoffs. They have the blueprint on what they need to do to go out there and they play together as a team. And when you see them playing out there, they're going to have games where they look flat. That's only natural. But I think that when you have a team that goes out there and knows their role and wants to go out there and they want to help everyone on that team, whether you're on the first line or the, or the fourth line or whether you're Vasilevsky or Elliot helping each other out, you're going to see a team that goes out there and plays well day in and day out. And they give 110% every time they're out there on the ice, which is something that you really, you don't have to have a lot of talent to give 110% when you're out there. As a matter of fact, you don't have to have any talent to give 110%, but you do have to have the willingness to go out there and do that, which I'm hoping the Bucks will be able to get back on track this week as well. So the Lightning doing very good right now. I think they're going to keep on improving as the time goes on, and they'll definitely be ready for the playoffs when that time comes. A couple other notes this week. We do have some bowl games. You had um, UAB winning uh, yesterday, a couple games today of them. Uh, you have Florida playing Oregon State in the Las Vegas Bowl. That's going to be tonight at 7.30, I believe. You also have a couple other games. San Jose State at Eastern um, um, Michigan will be the 19th, but we do have Southern Miss at Rice. We have Fresno State at Washington State, BYU at SMU, and you have uh, Jackson State at North Carolina Central. And a game that I think is going to be worth watching is Cincinnati versus Louisville. And that's going to be uh, in about two hours here, an hour and a half right now. So a good day of, of bowl games. Of course, you have the World Cup tomorrow. You have the NFL both today and tomorrow. So it's going to be a great weekend. So while you're out there doing your you know, final Christmas shopping and whatnot, enjoying the nice weather, uh, take some time to catch the games. Shoot me an email. Sports at power at 901.com. Let me know what you want to talk about next week on the show. I'm hoping we're talking about a great victory for the Bucks against Cincinnati. That would be fun to talk about. No, we, we do call it as it is. I, I want nothing more than to say what a great game they played and, and give these guys a bunch of props for going out there and playing well individually and together as a team. Unfortunately, that hasn't happened, but I'm hoping it does happen. As always, that's all the time we have. It goes by too quickly. Thank you for listening to the show, being a part of it, and for all your emails. Every week we have new people coming on board, and I appreciate that. It means a lot. As always, stay vigilant, stay safe, and even though it's hard sometimes, stay positive because things will get better for the Bucks. Have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you next week in the gymnasium. Take care.